Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. everybody, and welcome to the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. 10 o'clock hour on The Fan, brought to you by our great friends at the Haug Baron Law Group. You need to win your personal injury case, go to championshiplaw.com. Listen on the app, too, man. It's driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Fastest and easiest way to shop online. Visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com and see what wow really means Derek Thomas in the house, our fine engineer. We've got Road Dog over in Athens today working that Kirby Smart press conference. Coming up, you'll hear it right here exclusively on 680 The Fan, the official sports talk home of the Georgia Bulldogs. That's coming up at noon today. That will allow Nick and Chris to get a, another cup of coffee during their show. Matt Edgar, our producer again today. He's doing an outstanding job, too. I mean, he asks, what do you need? You tell him what you need, and then you get it. It's amazing. Hopefully your weekend nice. A little chilly out there, though, isn't it? I think winter's here. I'm more of a summer guy. DT, uh, this, this cold weather, I'm a sissy in this cold weather, brother. Yeah, Buck, I threw on the hoodie today thinking I'd be good. It was a little chillier than I thought it was. It this cut weather. right through that thing, didn't it? Not bad until that wind starts blowing. Then you got problems. Man, a busy weekend. I'm going to tell you a little bit about it coming up here in a few as far as the Baloos go. It's a a whirlwind, man. Right now, though, it's time to get to work. Let's get to the big take. Bucks. Big. Take. Week one of the Georgia high school playoffs. Well, that's in the books. In 7A... Take a look at the bracket, man. It reads like a list of heavyweight powerhouse programs, minus Valdosta. Buford, Grayson, Carrollton, Colquitt, Milton, Norcross, Parkview, North Gwinnett, Walton, Marietta, Mill Creek. The run to the title is going to be awesome, folks. Not so awesome as this, though. College football, the National Signing Day, number one, is now roughly about a month out. Georgia Tech and Auburn are without a head football coach. Recruiting at those two schools right now is at a standstill. The Jackets' new AD, Jay Batt, is in no rush to hire a new head coach. And, you know, don't rip me. That's that's his words. At Auburn, the new AD, John Cohen, is apparently using the same approach. Right now, Auburn's class is rated number 54. Tex, number 58. And at this point, the plan for Auburn and Tech, it must be this. 
We're going to pull a no-show for National Signing Day 1, which is the biggest day of the two, and then hit and then hit the transfer portal big, sort of like Tennessee. Otherwise, the rebuild is going to be a long and painful process for both Auburn and Georgia Tech. And there's your big take today. And that is brought to you by our great friends at uh, the Haug Barron Law Group, your champions of personal injury law. See, I threw you there, DT. You're talking blues going big take with high school football. Well, no, we started there, but it ends up being an eye-opener as far as recruiting goes. And this National Signing Day, number one, is the signing day now, four days before Christmas. And right now, Auburn and Tech, they don't have a coach. And you know when you don't have a coach, it's really, really hard to recruit when you don't have a coach. It's funny how these these prospects, they want to know who your coach is going to be before they sign the dotted line. DT, would you sign with a team that didn't have a head coach? Uh, Matthews, how about you? Would you sign with them? That's why some, some, some guys would tell you, pick the school, right? But it's hard to go to a school where you don't know who's going to be the head coach. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you then, uh, I don't care if, if somebody told me that or not, I'm not signing with a, a program that doesn't have a head coach. I mean, that'd be that'd be crazy. That'd be like, uh, you know, going to work at a company and you don't know who the boss is. I mean, who's going to do that? Auburn and Tech, they better get busy. Time's a-wasting. You better get it done. All right, that said, let's uh, let's see what's popping out there, DT. Got a few let's things going on. What's popping? All right, coming up tonight, Major League Baseball will announce their Rookie of the Year in both the National League and the American League, and that'll be done at six o'clock sharp on the MLB Network. Well, the show starts at 6. I'm not sure when they'll announce this. It'll be in the 6 o'clock hour. And are you still watching the local news? I just switch it on over to MLB Network because the Braves are going to have the rookie of the year. Is it going to be Spencer Strider or is it going to be Harris? We'll know this evening. MLB Network, 6 o'clock hour. The big announcement will go down. Hawks and Bucks are uh, going to run the floor in Milwaukee tonight, 8 o'clock tip. Remember, we beat up on these bums a week ago here in Atlanta. I'm sure they're going to look to get a little payback tonight in Milwaukee. I just like beating the Bucks head coach for some reason. He used to be the Hawks head coach. Hey, looking forward to the Celtics being in town on Wednesday. That should be a... Tough ticket with the Hawks and Celtics running the floor Wednesday, downtown Atlanta. We've won four of the last six, not against the Celtics, but overall, playing a pretty good brand of basketball. And uh, need to beat up on the Boston Celtics here on Wednesday. SEC championship game set, Georgia and LSU. Be going at it the first uh, week of December. LSU has really turned their season around after that opening game loss to Florida State. 
Coach Kelly's got them playing a really impressive brand of footballs. Going to be a challenge for the Bulldogs in the SEC title game. And if you're wondering about Alabama and Clemson, don't look for them in the college football playoffs this year. They won't be there. But apparently there's a movement to get Alabama and Clemson to play in a bowl game. Right now, looks like the path would be down in Miami in the Orange Bowl. Alabama and Clemson. Kirby Smart press conference noon today, right here on 680 The Fan. Looking forward to hearing that and what Kirby has to say. Then afterwards, I believe I'll be sitting down with a couple of the Bulldog players. You're going to hear those interviews later this week. Uh, I think that's pretty much all that's popping today, other than the cold weather. Did I miss anything, DT? Uh, no, I think you got... That's it? Covered most of it, everything in the wide world of sports here locally in Atlanta. Yeah, and I managed to squeeze in a mention of the high school football playoffs at yeah, the top you, of the show. You're right. All the usual suspects you expect in uh, the high school playoffs. Still With there. the exception of Valdosta. Yeah. Did they move up? Are they still at the top? Yeah, we got beat. Okay, but that, but, but in the uh, the top classification, because there was a, a, yeah. a couple years they weren't in the top classification, which I thought was funny. Well, we're playing up. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Attendance has gone down. Yeah, but the... Because Lowndes' attendance has gone up. Football program still strong there, though. Yeah, unfortunately, our boys, uh, the Blue Boys, knocked out of the playoffs on Saturday afternoon. Which is a little bit strange. That was that 3.30 CBS game, right? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a 3, three o'clock kickoff at Walton. Oh, okay. We go down 35-21. Walton a good, another yeah, good they, program. Yeah, they got some yeah. really good talent. But uh, really proud of really the entire South Forsyth High School football team. Tough schedule, a lot of road games, tough road games this season. And proud of my two boys, man. Made it through without going down injured. And hopefully they'll grab a uh, bigger piece of the pie next season. That's what the hope is. And that's what's popping out there. A lot going on, bro. A lot going on. Concern me calling those bucks bums. I think they're... Milwaukee. Still, what, 10 and 2? You know, yeah, it was just careful with that. You know, sort of a cheap shot. what it was. <laughs> a pretty solid squad. Yeah, I was just yeah. taking a cheap shot. <laughs> I never did like that coach Milwaukee has. Yeah, he makes them less uh, less easy to root for. Yeah, I say. think when he took the Atlanta Hawks job, it was like he came in for the uh, to sign the paperwork or for the press conference, and then he got, like, arrested that, that very night in downtown Atlanta. That was sort of swept under the carpet. It's embarrassing when it happened. Yeah, yeah and, uh, you know, it didn't last really that long, his tenure here in Atlanta. But a good coach, if you're, if oh, you're being fair. I mean, I, I consider him one of the better coaches in, in, uh, in the entire association. Yeah, so, yeah. bum. I like our coach now. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. And I like the way we're playing, too, as we transition a little bit towards the basketball season. All right, coming back on the other side, Georgia, the number one Georgia Bulldogs. We'll talk about the road trip. I followed the dogs this weekend. So some insight there. We'll go into uh, a college football top five and got some Falcons talk a little later in the show. 
Glad you're with me. It's Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Fan 680 and 93.7. Hopefully your Monday's off to a great start. And that would include a heavy jacket. As the hawk is out there, brother, it's blowing. Coming off a busy weekend. And for the Blues, man, uh, yeah, hopefully your weekend wasn't as busy as ours. And it was another example of why Plan B and Plan C are the most important plans you can have. Because like six months ago, our daughter Audrey said, "We're uh, Dad, I'm going to enroll at Mississippi State. And we said, that's awesome. We're totally behind that decision. We're thrilled for you, blazing your own trail. And, you know, Georgia plays in Starkville this year, so we're going to plan a big family gathering. The whole family going to head over to Starkville and enjoy the Georgia-Mississippi State game. Well, the two sons, as I mentioned earlier in the show, playing high school football, the plan was to take them along after the, we were hoping for a playoff appearance. We were depending on that playoff game being on a Friday night. Why, why would you think else? Uh, it would happen on another uh, day than Friday night. Well, South Forsyth gets uh, an invitation into the playoffs. And then we find out last week that, well, the game will be on Saturday. Scratch plan A. We got to get rid of the game day condo now. No need in having all this room and just me and my wife Kelly going along. So we cancel that. All right, the hotel rooms are all booked. We end up booking one in Tupelo, not too far away. Had to dump a couple of tickets that I had purchased earlier. No problem there. A lot of people trying to get into this game. It was a sellout in Starkville. High school playoff game uh, ends up being on Saturday afternoon. Go figure. Saturday afternoon. Go to plan C, which is going to some of the tailgates we visited prior to the game. And I was totally distracted on my phone. I'm streaming the Walton South Forsyth playoff game. And people are asking, Kelly, uh, your, your husband looks a little preoccupied. Well, yeah, I'm watching high school football. The sun's playing. So that was a little bit crazy. 
Also, I had the media credential for the game. Able to secure one of those. And then at the Mississippi State baseball tailgate, that's where I meet up with my childhood friend, John Bond. And Bond, one of the legendary players at Mississippi State. And Bond says, got you a sideline pass. We're going to watch the game from the sideline. Like you got friends everywhere. So I had to cancel the media credential. Actually, I picked it up because I didn't want him to think I just pulled a no-show. So I picked up the credential, went down to the sideline, checking out the game. That's a good call. You can't just leave it sitting there. You won't get one next time. That's for sure. Yeah, but my daughter has to leave the student section to go sit with my wife, so she's not sitting alone in the first half. So then at halftime, uh, Bond says, man, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd like to have a cold beer, so... And I said, well, that's great, because I'll go up in the stands and sit with Kelly. And then Bond retreated to some private suite and was able to get some cold beers for the second half. Sounds like it worked out. Um, Yeah. uh, (laughs) You know, the most important plan is is plan B and C. It's another example of plan A rarely works out. At least my experience tells me. A little bit crazy, but I tell you what. We, uh, I was able to uh, get really close to Leach talking to the head referee about a couple of bad calls in the game. One was the fumble that turned out to be no fumble. As I believe it was Dajan Edwards was uh, running up into the line. And it was a stone wall, so he gets stopped. And, and then you see Mississippi State leave the scrum with the football, and yet Georgia kept the ball. And Leach called that head referee over as soon as I asked commercial break or whatever and gave him an earful. And the head referee never said anything to him, listened, and then went back to getting his spot back on the field. Well, I believe it was the halftime interview. They asked Leach about some of these bad calls that were going down. Here's what Leach had to say. You've been speaking to the officials all night. What's your reaction to some of those calls in the first half? What's your reaction? You're watching the same game I am. I think you ought to comment on it uh, positive or negatively, whatever's running through your mind. Okay, thank you, Coach. Sean, I'll let you. Uh, Vintage Mike Leach. Yeah, vintage. Uh, The other bad call was the no grounding penalty. Uh, Stetson threw the ball away to avoid the sack. There was no Georgia receiver in the area. And yet no flag fell. And at the next commercial break, Leach called the head referee over. And it was the same deal. Leach gave him an earful. Referee never said anything. Listened to what he had to say and then went and got back in position. Good, good stuff. I tell you what, though, the stadium sold out for this game. Not an empty seat in the stadium there in the first half of the game. And this was a... You know, I know a lot of the fans want to see the – a lot of the Georgia Bulldog fans want to see them go out and play the perfect game. Perfect game. No turnovers, no penalties. You win 100 to nothing. But, you know, you don't get any better playing in, playing in games like those. You do get better when you go on the road in the SEC in front of a hostile environment, 60,000 cowbells ringing. My ears are still ringing. And you play in a hostile environment like that, and you're able to get in a a fight, 
and leave with a victory. That's how teams get better. And after the ball game, Kirby was talking about the effort that his team showed, and the Georgia fans showed up in a big, big way out there helping sell out the stadium in Starkville. Kirby complimenting both sides of that. Really proud of our team. You know, when you go on the road uh, anytime in the SEC and you play in an environment like this at night, on the road, you know, tremendous adversity. And our guys responded again and again and again to some tough situations. Uh, it shows kind of the commitment to the practice week we had. Um, this is a really good defense, guys. And uh, our guys kept responding, competing. We had some big stops on defense. thought our crowd and our fan base uh, came out and, and, and really proud to see that many folks there. Our team keeps getting better, and I think we're ascending at this time and was proud of the way they competed. Now, the the coaching staff had a uh, bonehead decision right before halftime. Georgia's up 17-6. to Mississippi State punts. Georgia's backed up getting the ball. I believe just a, uh, you know, roughly a minute left in the first half. And Georgia, instead of running it, three times, and then watching the clock run out. You go to the halftime with a lead of 17-6. to Georgia tries to pass the ball three times, three straight times. A couple of incompletions that stop the clock. Now you got a punt backed up on your own side of the field. And Mississippi State takes the punt and takes it back to the house. The crowd goes crazy. And the Georgia players are wondering, what is our coaching staff doing? Not good there. Second half, though, Georgia comes out and lays the hammer down and leaves exits uh, feeling pretty good about the win over Mississippi State. We'll talk more about it coming up in the roundtable. Right now, though, let's hit the college football top five. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four. Top 5, presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, Buck, let's start off the top five, as we do so often here on the Buck Blue Show, with uh, Buck Blue's Player of the Week. The Player? Player. Yeah, because, look, the rankings are the same. So let's just cut it. Cut to the chase, go to the play of the week. And I'm going with the LSU freshman linebacker, Harold Perkins, who has oh, exploded. Man. He's exploded onto the college football scene. Dude had eight tackles and count them for sacks at Arkansas this past Saturday. Four sacks. Yeah, he took over that game, Buck, especially near the end of it, too. These last three games, Harold Perkins has exploded onto the scene. Had eight tackles against Alabama. He had five tackles against Ole Miss, and he's got six sacks in those last three games. Six of them. And I tell you what, Broderick Jones at Georgia, I know they're trying to get ready for Kentucky. And then they got Georgia Tech after that. But I tell you what, I bet Broderick Jones, Georgia's left offensive tackle, in the back of his mind, occasionally is thinking, I'm going to have to deal with Harold Perkins at the SEC championship game. 
one of the most promising young freshmen we've seen on the defensive side of the ball in a Man, while. I tell you what, he's exploded, dude. Yeah. My goodness, he's a player. You might want to double-team him. Now, I'm not saying keep Brock Bowers in to help. I want him out in the pass route. Might want to find somebody else to help Broderick Jones handle Harold Perkins in that SEC title. He's a, he's a quick, he's a quicker, faster guy more than maybe so like an overpowering type. Rusher. Four sacks in one game. That's pretty incredible. I mean, what kind of plan did Arkansas have? Not a very good one, I'll tell you that. My God, a freshman. Yeah. That's what Larry Munson would have said. <laughs> very impressive out there for uh, LSU. All right, Buck. So I want to know, we talked about this before, a little bit before the before the show. What's the biggest disappointment in the ICC this year? And we agreed you can't say Alabama because that's one of the biggest disappointments in all of college Yeah, football. we just eliminate Alabama. Yeah, they, they are the biggest disappointment. Preseason number one. So. But outside. I would say there's the a tie. And being a former quarterback, I'm looking at the offensive side of the ball. And I've got a tie for the most disappointing Biggest disappointment in the SEC. Kentucky offense. Mm, mm-hmm. My goodness, the Kentucky offense. They got this first-year offensive coordinator. And they are uh, number 11 in the SEC, scoring 23 points a game. Will Levis, who was being hyped up as, you know, one of the top quarterbacks you're going to see go in the NFL draft. Dude, he threw 400 yards against Vanderbilt in a loss. To Vandy. Congratulations, Vandy. Uh, maybe that yeah, NFL stock not as high as we thought it I'm was. I'm telling you what, if I was Rich uh, Scangarello, Rich Scangarello. Sounds close enough. He's the new offensive coordinator. He might be gone here in just a minute. He might last just one year running that offense at Kentucky. They're so bad. And who are they tied with? For the biggest disappointment in the SEC, got to be Jimbo Fisher in Texas A&M. <laughs> Talk about the bad offense. They are the worst offense in the SEC. The worst. 14. Averaging, averaging 21.5 points per game. I mean, that's horrendous. And wasn't Jimbo supposed to be the... Quarterback whisperer. Quarterback man, Buck, right? But it's been a while since he got Jameis Winston, it seems like. He must have forgot how to coach these boys up. Worst offense in the SEC. If I'd have told you in the preseason that A&M was going to have the worst offense in the SEC, what would you have said? I'd have started laughing at you probably. Blue, you crazy, crazy. Uh, Tech, by the way, scoring 17.1 points per game. That's 125th in college football. All right, Buck. Well, now that we talked about the disappointments, give us a drop or uh, drop a bounce back performance from this weekend. Somebody who uh, got back back in the good graces of Buck Ballou. Uh Well, I'd say the Tennessee Volunteers, Hendon Hooker, sure. and uh, Hyatt, the wide receiver. My goodness, uh, Hypel decided. You know what? We're going to run up the score on Missouri because we need some style points. Uh, Hooker, 25 of 35, 355 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. I don't believe he was sacked. He ran it eight times for 50 yards and a touchdown. So four touchdowns for Hooker in a big, big day, throwing it and running it. Hooker, a huge bounce-back performance. So back to normal there for the Vols offense. Hyatt, too, with some uh, big day. Seven catches, 146 yards, had a 68-yard touchdown sprint. Hooker and Hyatt. 
I believe that was the best bounce back performances I saw this weekend. Yeah, we talked about it last week. They didn't let Georgia beat them twice. They yeah, they, absolutely. They came back. Yeah, good for the balls. We'll see. Maybe we'll see that match again later down the road, Buck. We'll see. All right. Any teams getting style points uh, off their Week 11 win? Well, you yeah, noticed? Tennessee, I just mentioned their high pool sure. decided we're going to run up the score mm-hmm. because we're trying to impress these pollsters. These people on the college football playoff committee need to impress them. So we're going to run up the score on Missouri. And maybe it was more than that because I believe Drinkwitz took some shots at Tennessee during the offseason. Now, it was directed toward Pruitt. But Heupel was paying attention. They were throwing it deep on Missouri late in that game. They hung 66 on them. Were you impressed? They're hoping the pollsters were. And then I I was able to see uh, late, late night, uh, Saturday night, into the early morning hours. I was trying to, uh, you know, chill out a little bit before we hit the sack. And I saw where USC was playing Colorado. And Lincoln Riley doing the same thing. He's trying to impress these pollsters, these voters. So they hung 55 on Colorado. Dude, they're going for two. Up big. Really? Up big, oh, man. man. Well, running up the score. Only so many uh, chances for some of these teams right there will be on the on the bubble. You got to impress when you can. USC and Tennessee trying to get some right style there. points. They styling. All right, Buck, let's close up the top five. Looking ahead to the SEC championship, the game line. Did I see this right? Dogs by 15? That's the one I saw. Is that a little steep, Buck? Dogs on top. Dogs favored by 15 for now. We know the SEC championship, Georgia and LSU. What do you think about that line? If you had to bet today, would you give up those 15 points? Would you take the 15? What would you do? That's a lot of points. But Georgia has beat most of their opponents pretty soundly. LSU's really turned it around. I think they're playing at a high level right now. Frank Duffy must be really pleased. That's about two more points than I thought it would have been. Over there at Duffy Realty, I bet they got that LSU flag flying. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they they're they're ready for uh, they're ready for just a few weeks. We have our big tailgate down there. And it'll be a it'll be a party. That's no, no doubt about that. Fifteen points. I'm not sure that's enough. Ooh, there it is, yeah. Buck. Woo. That's what I'm Woo. talking about. That. <laughs> well, then yeah, let's close up the top five on that one. Top five on six eighty the fan Atlanta's sports station. But calling it right now, folks. Bucks by twelve. Uh, dogs by twenty one in the SEC championship game. Yeah, forty two to twenty. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. Twenty two points. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't uh, write that. Write that one down in pencil. Right. Now. <laughs> okay. We still got a few weeks. You to know, talk like about Kirby, that. we're just trying to get ready for Kentucky this week. Who lost to Vandy over the weekend? And Vandy broke a 26-game losing streak yeah. in, in conference. How about the doors? 26 games they had lost in a row in SEC competition, and they were finally able to break that. And don't you know those Kentucky players? They had to be embarrassed. Embarrassed. Yeah, you don't want to sell too short of Vanderbilt. Still an SEC team, but uh, yeah, that's, that's embarrassing for the Wildcats. Let's get to the roundtable. Is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 20, 45, 15, 10, 5. Get in there. Touchdown. Bulldog.
Log Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union. Haug Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, Stat Hero, T-Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. We've got the Kirby Smart press conference as they get ready for Kentucky coming up on Saturday in Lexington. Noon presser with Kirby. You hear it every Monday on the exclusive sports talk home of the Georgia Bulldogs. 680 the fan. As far as the uh, game goes this past Saturday night, uh, I thought it was a a really entertaining, good fight uh, during the first half. Really hostile environment there in Starkville. Sold-out uh, crowd, 60,000 cowbells. Uh, really made it extremely loud early in the game. Georgia took control at the start of the second half with that lad McConkey reverse where he took it to the house and gave Georgia a little separation. It was all downhill from that uh, point on. You know, I continue to see some criticism coming down on Stetson Bennett fact at the coffee shop today on the way into work there was one georgia fan i heard uh, at the other end of the coffee shop he was talking loud and was being very critical of stetson bennett going on and on about the turnovers that stetson had in the game and i thought this guy's a little bit of a knucklehead turnovers Uh, Let's see, there was the one interception where he threw it. The defensive lineman stuck his hand up, tipped the ball, and the ball luckily just came back down in his uh, bread basket, and he picked it off. Now, is that Stetson Bennett's fault? Because according to this Georgia fan, it was. And this is a little, I guess it was one of the reasons why when I was playing quarterback, I never hung out at the coffee shop because you know, I probably would have ended up taking a swing at one of these guys. That's Stetson Bennett's fault? A tip pass. Are you kidding me? Stetson totally outplayed Will Rogers, the Mississippi State quarterback this highly thought of. Totally. A ton of good decisions during the game. Stetson distributing the football, running the show. Stetson Bennett was, was uh, I give him an A for the effort on Saturday night. Now, I don't know what this other character was thinking about. He probably would have given him a, an F, which is ridiculous. And I thought, too, that George was separated in the second half because of the uh, the gap in talent, Georgia with, with more talent than Mississippi State, and that showed up in the second half. Let's go to Kirby after the ball game, talking about Stetson Bennett and what he did. Stetson understands our offense. He he put us in some really good situations. He made some really good throws. Did have a couple picks, a couple poor decisions that he got away with that weren't, but he made some big throws. The protection he, he changed and got the ball to Ladd was, was really elite down there. The throw to Ladd on the one was big, but uh, we're doing some good things offensively. We just got to be more consistent. Yeah, there you go, Stetson, playing very well. And what Kirby didn't say, which I'll say again right now, is do you think... You know, I think the uh, level of expectations for the quarterback is, for the most part, sort of ridiculously high because it's such a difficult position to play that rarely 
Have you ever seen a quarterback go out and go 30 of 30 throwing the football around? Because I have not. I've never seen that. High school, college, or pro. Now, I saw Phil Sims go like 21 of 22 in the Super Bowl. That's the closest I've ever seen. The degree of difficulty playing the position is so high, No, rarely are you going to see a quarterback get even close to doing that. So fans need to come to terms with that one. Get off Stetson's back. He's playing He's playing a top 10 level quarterback in college football. Top 10 level. So get off Stetson for crying out loud. Let's hear from Kirby talking about them coming out of the locker room. I bet Kirby said at halftime, look, that last, that punt return for a touchdown is on me. It's on me, the coaching staff. Now let's go out in the second half and kick butt. And that's exactly what they did. Here's Kirby. Tremendous job offensively to get the ball in the second half. We thought that would define the half. Could we take the, the crowd out of it? Could we get some momentum back? Uh, we had lost momentum there um, in, the, in the first half at the end of it. And tremendous job by Darnell Washington, just elite perimeter blocker. Lad breaks one tackle. Rose and me, a couple other guys had blocks downfield, and then Lad outran them. So uh, it was a great play call, great play design. It was a play that we had put in uh, this week for that look, and, and it hit. Yeah, it hit, and the defense dominated, defensive line stuff, that Mississippi State run game. You had the inside linebackers. You got Mondon, who's back healthy again, playing at a high level. He's the cover inside linebacker, does a great job in pass coverage. And then you got uh, Jamon Dumas-Johnson just totally stuffing the run. You give those guys an A+. Plus. Defensive backfield, they tackle, they cover. I give them an A. That Georgia defense is uh, just I know it's surprising. People are still saying, how could they be as good as the one a year ago? Man, they're playing some big-time football right now on that defensive side of the ball. No doubt about it. Got to mention before we move on to the break here, the tight ends, best in the country. Brock Bowers and Darnell Washington, they combined for uh, 10 catches and over 100 yards and two touchdowns in the game. Tremendous. Outstanding. Best in college football at that tight end spot. Great to see him get uh, Bowers more involved in the offense this Saturday. All right, coming back on the other side, a little Falcons talk as we get ready for DeBez coming up this weekend. So stick around for that. It's the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. It's the Buck Blue Show on the fans, 680 and 93.7. Man, we appreciate you. Even if you're taking shots at Mississippi State, we're good with that. We're tough. It's really sort of a tired old take on Mississippi State. 
And I heard uh, somebody on Sports Talk Radio this past week delivering the tired old take of it being just a uh, an old country town, Mississippi State. I heard this broadcaster in town going on and on about how it was the worst location in the SEC. And I thought, uh, you know, have you been there lately? And then I heard the sports talk person say, well, I, I played there once, but we bust in and then bust out quickly, so I didn't really get to see what was going on in Starkville. But yet, yet he was, you know, throwing the gauntlet down. A worst place in the SEC. Have you been there? Crazy talk. All right, let's talk a little Falcons football. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. All right, Falcons uh, taking on the Bears coming up this weekend. Isn't that right? I mean, it's been a busy weekend. We play the Bears this coming weekend. I can confirm that, then, Buck. That's true. Yeah, we're going to play them at home, which is probably a good thing because we're lousy on the road. But it feels good to be over 500 at home, man. I hadn't seen that lately. Three and two so far. Uh, Falcons a three-point favorite over the Chicago Bears. One o'clock kickoff here in Atlanta. Bears have lost six of their last seven games. Things aren't going well in Chicago. But I tell you what, Justin Fields is going to be a homecoming for Justin Fields. Coming back home as the quarterback of a team in the National Football League. Glorious homecoming for Justin Justin Fields. Who has been playing up, if you've been paying attention. Many of you probably haven't. Probably uh, out there at the coffee shop criticizing Justin Fields for the poor play that he's had. And you couldn't be any more wrong. I mean, I look at the NFL QBR, total QBR stat. He's number 11. Pay attention, please. He's picked it up. He's playing at a much higher level than he was earlier. And what do you attribute that to? I think playing time in the league. That's exactly what it is. A 22 games experience now. I think we had Mord on a few weeks ago, and you know we brought up uh, how long would it take for a rookie quarterback to get his act together in the league, and I believe he was saying like a season and a half. So, you know, we're, we're right we're right there as far as Justin Fields goes. 22 games in the National Football League. Played the Lions this past weekend. Now, they lost. But Justin Fields had a really good day. 13 carries for 150 yards and two touchdowns. Had a long sprint for a touchdown. Those things are beautiful. Not bad throwing it around either. 12 of 20 for 167. Uh, two touchdowns. Only sacked three times. Man, I'm telling you, Justin Fields has elevated his performance level, playing at a much higher level than he was when you were paying attention. By the way, he ran for 170 yards against Miami in the previous game, so he's run for 325 yards in his last two games. Talk about amazing. Number 11 in the league, Justin Fields. And I know we got a lot of people criticizing the Falcons quarterback, Marcus Mariota. He's number nine. And total QBR. 
BT, you shocked at that? Uh, Number uh, nine. Yeah, that's still a little surprising. He's I mean, been, he's top ten. I guess efficient with the with not that many attempts, but the turnovers are what bothered me still. Well, the advanced analytics say he's top ten quarterback in the league. My eyes tell me different. You and everybody else. All right, the uh, Buck Blue Show. We're going to be out and about tomorrow. I'll be at uh, Maggiano's for the Touchdown Club of Atlanta meeting. Maggiano's Buckhead, hopefully. Doing the show live tomorrow. And then Friday, we'll be doing the show live at T-Mobile in Athens. And we'll be giving away some tickets to the Georgia Tech game. And I'll be signing some books on Friday over in Athens at the T-Mobile location. Alps Road. It's going to do it for my show today. Appreciate you hanging out. Nick and Chris coming up next. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Where's Nerney? Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.